So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have another phenomenal show lined up for you tonight because of a gentleman by the name of Joseph Rinky. He is on. He cannot wait to come on. He is scratching at the monitor saying, I'm ready. Let's go, Brian. <gasps> just a minute, Joseph. We'll get going here in just a moment. The Mind Body Business Show. It is a show that I had developed with you in mind. And when I say you, I mean the entrepreneur, the success or the, the business person looking for that next level of success that you can attain. And what I do is I bring on successful entrepreneurs from all over the world. And what I do is I interview them and extract and elicit their values, their strategies, their, their success stories so that you can take notes and then take action on those notes. I've been running this show for almost five years now. And I'll tell you as the host, I have learned an ungodly amount of amazing tips, strategies, techniques, approaches, mindset, everything. And it has been an absolute godsend for my business. So I'm speaking from experience. And it is about what I call the three pillars of success. And what happened was about, oh, for a period of about 10 years, I studied and concentrated and focused on successful people, thinking, well, what is it that perhaps makes them more successful than me? Do they run and jump and put both legs in their pants in the same time versus me? I'm one leg at a time. I mean, what is it? What's different about them? And through that process, I learned that three things kept bubbling to the top. And those three things are part of the title of the show. And these are the three pillars of success. Mine means to a person, each of these successful individuals had developed a very positive, very powerful. And here's the most important part, a very flexible mindset and then body. Body literally is about taking care of oneself. These people took care of themselves and still do take care of themselves, though they're still with us, that um, by exercise and by intake, nutrition, food and, and uh, liquid, and then business. Business is multi, multi, multifaceted. And these individuals, what they had done was they had mastered the various skill sets that are necessary to build and run and then scale a successful business. Skill sets like marketing, systematizing, you know, building systems, team building, leadership, sales, uh, and the list goes on and on. And it's really interesting because the, the other cool thing is, look, you know, as an astute listener of this show or watcher, I hope you're watching live, a lot more fun. And that is that to master any one thing, and in this case, a skill set can take a very long time. It's, it's often said that it takes, oh, I forget the number, 4,000 hours. Maybe it was 40,000 hours to be an expert in anything. It's a lot, a lot. Uh, and the good news is you don't have to spend that amount of time to master every single skill set. And not even the, the little subset I just mentioned. Literally, all you need to do is master just one of them to get going. And that one skill set, if you'd like to know, go ahead. I'll wait for you to say you want to in the comments. I'm waiting. I'm kidding. I'll tell you what it is. It is the skill set of leadership. 
Yes. Once you are in the, you could just be in the process of mastering it. You don't have to achieve mastery yet, but be focused on mastering that skill set. And then what you can do is leverage that into bringing on other individuals who have already or are very close to mastering those other skill sets I just mentioned and beyond and many more. So that's good news. So it's really important that you leverage skills of others because if you try to do everything yourself, you will burn out. And I know Joseph will be able to relate to that when he comes on and he's coming on very, very soon. And another great thing I found out about all these incredibly successful people is that to a person, they were also very avid readers of books. And so with that, I like to segue into a very short and brief segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks, born to read. Bookmarks, ready, steady, read. Bookmarks, brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Yes, there you see it on the side if you're watching live. If you're not watching live, then why aren't you? You should be at themindbodybusinessshow.com. Go to that website, click on any of the buttons that say where and how to watch, and opt in. Enter your information. You get a free gift, uh, like a, I forget, it's a $300 discount, uh, hotel discount card, uh, and that's compliments of my company. And all we'll do is announce to you the moment we go live every show, which is once a week. It's not that often. And you can opt out at any time and keep the hotel discount card. But that is how you can get on and be here and interact and engage not only with myself, but most importantly, with guests like Joseph Ranke. So do that. Go to the mindbodybusinessshow.com after the show's over. And on that note, a quick aside and a word of advice. You're going to be hearing about resources. You're going to be hearing about websites, perhaps books, perhaps systems, uh, services, and wonderful things because Joseph is a wealth of information. And what I would implore upon you to do is rather than succumb to that little itch to go check it out while the show is going, while you're listening on, on your earbuds, however you're ingesting this, instead of doing that, I would implore upon you to write it down. Write it down, like reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Write that down and then visit these resources after the show is over. I found this very interesting because early on in my speaking career from stage, I would be speaking and I'm getting to that, I know, juicy part. I'm the speaker. I know where the good stuff's coming. And then you get there and I see one or two people are starting to get up to walk out. You know, they're looking at their phone because they have that all important text message or ones they're crossing their legs. They have to go to the restroom. And I thought, whoa, I don't want that to ever happen to them. And I certainly don't want it to happen to you. And so what I say is the magic happens in the room. Keep your focus on Joseph Ranke tonight or today, whenever you happen to be ingesting this information. And then write, take notes, and then visit all the resources after. I would hate for you to take your focus away for that one even microsecond when Joseph gives you that one golden nugget that could literally catapult your business to the next level. All right, that is my soapbox moment. I'm stepping down from that and reach your peak library very quick is a resource I developed. And I'm not kidding when I say with you in mind, it is basically a gift because it is a collection of books that I personally have read and I vet. So it's not every book I've ever read. And these books had to meet two criteria or, or a couple is they either made a profound impact on my business life or my personal life or both. And that is it. And they're not in here. The books you're seeing scroll up are not in any, uh, order. There is no rhyme or reason to how they were put in here. It was basically when I finished reading it, I said, Hey, 
go to the team member and say, put that on our that next one on the website. I'm actually way behind. I got to start updating them on more that I've read. And so I didn't start reading till, gosh, what is it now? About 12, yeah, 12 years ago. I'm now 40. Uh, well, that was when I started reading when I was 47. And so, yeah, you're all doing the math. I'll give a second to figure that one out. I'm 59 at the time of this. It's, it's all good. I love it. And so I realized the incredible importance of reading and what it could do for myself, my business, and literally my relationships uh, with my, my wife, my kids, and associates as well. All right. That is enough of my yammering. Write that down. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. It is time to bring on the man, the myth, the legend. He's the man of the hour. We got to bring him on. It's Joseph Renke. Here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only Joseph Renke. <laughs> Welcome to the me. show, Joseph. How you doing, brother? Doing good. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited to be here. So, oh, man. I've been uh, uh, talking about. Yes, I was truly enjoying our chat before we went live. Uh, so Joseph is a uh, fellow alumni of a college we both attended called California State University in Long Beach, California. Don't hold that against us, but it's uh, 49ers. <laughs> and it was a phenomenal college back in that day, at least when I went. I don't know about you, Joseph, if you share yes. that because you're much younger than I am. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went for sports. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> um, no, it was, a, it was a good school. I enjoyed my time there. Yeah, I, I yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was it was a great, you know, kind of a beach town. It's not really known for its beaches, but it just had a cool vibe, and uh, I enjoyed my time there and had a had a blast with my uh, my wife, who we were high school sweethearts, and we stayed together all through college and got married, and I didn't have to go shopping around. It was awesome. So yeah. had a good time. All right, so let's introduce you, Joseph, uh, professionally. Let's start uh, there, uh, and I will bring you on officially formally and let people know a little bit about you where you're coming from your accolades and such does that sound good works for me all right joseph Franke. he is a chartered financial analyst cfa and founder of fitbucks as you see there right on the screen i know you see that because you're watching right which has helped young professionals manage 2.6 billion with a b dollars in assets and debts on their journey to financial freedom Joseph has personally invest has been personally investing since he was 12 years old. I'll bet he'll attest though it's never too late. In addition, he has experience in student loans, mortgages, wealth management, investment banking, valuation, stock trading, and option trading. He has been on hundreds of podcasts and has been invited to hundreds of universities to discuss financial planning with their soon-to-be graduates. He now serves as an adjunct professor for six universities teaching financial wellness curriculum. He's all over the place. He's sharing his wealth of wisdom. Uh, I, I put word wealth in there on purpose. And this is the man, Joseph Ranke, everyone. Welcome him to the show with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Joseph, I love to kick off things with the very first word of this, the name of the show, and that's mind mindset. And so what I love, I'm so curious about this. You know, being an entrepreneur, working your own business, calling your own shots, it is like the easiest thing on the planet, isn't it? You just, you know, <laughs> you set things in motion, you get in your hammock and you swing back and forth. You have that umbrella drink and the millions just start coming in because it's so daggone easy. 
I, yeah. you know, I'm being facetious. I get it. Yes. So it's anything but, and that is that's why there are so few of us on this planet, percentage-wise, uh, entrepreneurs. We are the risk takers. We are the ones that are going through every single day, solving issue after issue after issue. That is almost the definition of an entrepreneur: is solving problems for other people and for yourself. And so when you get up in the morning knowing you have all of these things you face every single day, way more typically than say an employee of another company, um, what is going on in your big, beautiful brain when you get up in the morning that keeps you driven, that keeps you motivated, that is just right there saying, this is the reason I'm doing this and I will never stop no matter how bad my day gets. What is it for you? Yeah, it's, I mean, I call it my, my quote unquote North Star. Like. You know, when I was younger, growing up, I, I came up from a family of entrepreneurs and growing up in Silicon Valley as well, right? So I, I've been around a lot of startups and stuff. And you're taught at a really young age. It's like, look, a lot of startups have great ideas, but that doesn't mean they're going to succeed. And it's like, so what's the difference, right? And what I've learned from a year, really young age is that mindset of you, you can't be doing this because of money. Like money cannot be the motivator because when shit hits the fan... If that's your only motivator, it's always easier to go get money somewhere else. Like there's always something you can do. Like it, I don't need to start this company. I can go work for a finance company and make a couple hundred grand a year and that'd be fantastic. Right. So if, if money's our main motivator, it's going to really stop you. So what keeps me up and, you know, get me up in the morning. And by the way, I haven't used an alarm clock in seven years. Okay. Like because you have that excitement to wake up. Yeah. Is the fact that, you know, you're getting up to help people like at the end of the day. And for me specifically, it's with their money. And it took me a long time, like because I was sitting on this idea for Fitbucks for, for a while. And at the, the reason why I never really started it was because I didn't have that North Star. It was all about, oh, well, I can make a lot of money if I can do this. But I knew that wasn't enough. And, uh, you know, I'll dive deeper into that because I was sitting on it and I went to a retirement party one day. Um, for somebody that's in the physical therapy industry. And she she didn't ever actually be a physical therapist. She was an administrator that ran a program that's like a fellowship program. And she did it for like 30 years. And she never treated a patient, but the 400, 500 people that went through that program, they not only reached tens of thousands of patients and millions of patients, but they also taught to thousands of other PTs and because those PTs were able to help all these people get back to a healthy set and a healthy body and everything else, those people then turn around and were able to focus on things in their career and let it be technology, engineering, healthcare, whatever it was. And I was like, holy cow, like if I can do this with money, you know, getting the anxiety and the fear, because I mean, when you look at statistics around money, when it causes like suicide and divorce and all that type of stuff. If you can reduce that anxiety around that, that that people have, you're improving people's family lives, you're improving their health, you're improving everything about them if you can reduce that stress and anxiety. And so that's the main motivator every day. It's like, look, I'm helping people do this. No matter what hits the fan every day, we're helping people do this. And it could be the smallest thing ever. Like I could be having a bad day and I go look at YouTube. I'm like, hey, we had one view on our on our video like it helped somebody like this was a fantastic day right like that's when we were first starting but that mindset like to answer your question like what gets you up in the morning why are you doing this 
you got to have that. And for me, it's, you know, helping other people be in one fashion or another directly or indirectly. And that's at the end of the day, you have to have that unless you're going to flame out <laughs> um, very quickly. So true. You know, a lot of people who are just starting out in their business, they focus, they seem to focus on the money aspect a little bit more, but they come from a place of scarcity because they're just starting out and it's natural. Uh, so I, I just want to kind of make that comment that those that are in that position know that that's a natural step, unless you disagree, Joseph, because I, I would love to get your opinion on that philosophy because I've seen, I've been there <laughs> where I'm like, I need the money. They keep this thing rolling. So my focus was more on money, even though I love and always have love from the day I was born helping and serving people. But you know, at one point I had, to, you have to make the money and you have to focus on it more. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So I, I reached in, in back into like my sports background and some books, like, I don't know if you guys know who Bill Walsh is. He used to be the 49ers head coach. He has a great book called uh, the score takes care of itself. And basically he's talking about football and stuff, but he went to Stanford and actually taught this as a business course where it's like, look, you just do these things. Eventually the score will take care of itself. The money will come. And the biggest part is not the focus on money. It's the fear, like the scarcity. Like if I don't make this money, I, I'm going to, I got to have to shut down. I have to do this. I'm going to have to do that. And that fear drive, fear is negativity, right? So when you start focusing on that, guess what's going to manifest whatever you're thinking about and fearing I'm going to run out of money. You're going to do that. And I had this training going into building FitBlocks and everything took off great. And when COVID hit, like it took our first product completely off the market and our revenue just completely tanked. And for almost for a year, it's like, I forgot all my training and everything. I was like, we're going to go bankrupt. We're going to go this. Like if I don't have, well, guess what happened every month instead of actually finishing products and getting revenue out and helping people. We, I lost track. Me personally lost track of that North star. And the company got worse and worse and worse. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, I don't know why. Like, I always talk about it. Like, I like being by myself because it allows me to think, right? And so I wasn't by myself at all for like a year. And then one day I was on a flight. I'm like, I'm not answering emails. I'm not doing anything. I'm grabbing one of my old books, like psychology books. I'm just going to read it on the flight. Just put my head on. Just read like three pages. And then my mind just started wondering. And I was just like, why did I do this? And so from the scarcity standpoint, the money standpoint, the biggest trick there was like, yes, you need it. But if you focus too much on it, that fear is going to creep into your life, no matter how much training you have. And then all of a sudden, that's what's going to become reality for you. I love that. Thank you so much. So eloquently stated because, um, yeah, it and, and then as you as your business develops and as you get over that first hump and you're able to focus on really what drives you. And I say that in, in a general sense, not just Joseph Rinky, but what I found, Joseph, is I've interviewed I don't know how many now, um, several hundred uh, on this show and the common denominator to every successful entrepreneur or business person is their attitude of serving others that comes before all other things the focus yes we all get it we have to make money but if like you just so eloquently said joseph you focus on it i think that's a recipe for failure ultimately uh, because you, you really got to have i like that north star i always hear your why but north star fits too and uh, it's very important to have that um, and to be someone who enjoys literally and gets joy from seeing others succeed by helping them to get to that point. And that's what I've seen time and time and time again, interviewing people just like you, Joseph, that that is what truly drives everyone. And it's so heartening. I love it. It's because 
you know, it's like, yes, we do have people with actual hearts out there. <laughs> and, well, yeah, to emphasize that too, I mean, the big thing, like where we saw a really big turning point in the company was like when I went from that fear mindset to the positivity, like because I was so fearful of losing the money and everything, I started missing opportunities. And so I had to come, I mean, at one point I even floated out a half million dollar personal loan to keep the company afloat. So it's like, oh shit, like my wife's going to kill me. Like if like we don't make money on this, like blah, 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 blah. And at one point I was like, well, look, going back to the North Star, I can help people. And yes, we want the tech to do this. This is what I had envisioned the entire thing, but I lost flexibility on what we could do. And then I'll solve some and I flipped that mindset and said, I'm comfortable with like, we got to do this and we lose blah, blah, blah. Like that's, I knew the risk coming into this. It is what it is. Like I can still help people one way or the another. I can monetize a million different ways if I needed to. And ever since then, it's like, as soon as those opportunities come up, it's like, boom, like I see it instead of missing it. Like there's an opportunity. That's an opportunity. Like that one's helps us get to this North star. And there's things that we're doing now that I never thought of a year and a half ago, like two years ago. And it's like, wow, like the whole adjunct professor thing that you had mentioned, like in the in the arena, I never thought I was going to be an adjunct professor at, at universities. And guess what? I am like, so that was an opportunity. And I saw it like that opportunity comes across two years ago. I, I, I just probably wouldn't have seen it. It probably just floated right by me. Right. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And we just had a gentleman. He's probably still watching Robert Silverman, who's on. I know him personally. And he's another example of what you're talking about with the the attitude of serving others and helping others and making that in the forefront of your mind. Uh, he was our realtor for selling our home in California. And we went through some really hard times with this whole, uh, I won't go into the details, but this guy, Robert Silverman, he was there for us every step of the way. He took it to heart. He was passionate about it. He cared about it. He lost sleep over it. And I'm thinking, who does this anymore these mm -hmm. days? Thank you. Uh, and so, he will be a lifelong friend of ours because he treated it as a friendship more than a transaction, mm -hmm. you know, more than a transaction between a business person and a client. I never felt like a client, not once. I mean, this guy just went to the ends of the earth for us and I'm forever grateful because we're now in our dream home in Florida. And that would not have happened had it not been for him. I guarantee yeah. it. I know it because of what we went through. It was like, wow. And uh, so you are you are talking about that very attitude. And that's what I'm hearing as you, you speak about being more about serving and helping others. That's what drives you. That's your North Star and not concentrating on the fear of making the money. Uh, so very astute and very I love this that it's all been focused so far on money because that's kind of your wheelhouse, right? That's your swim lane. And I think I know uh, it comes up so easily and organically i think this is a great time to actually go down the path and let people know exactly what it is you do uh joseph so that they can get some sense of hey this guy actually knows what he's talking about everything he said so far there's a reason he knows all this he's in this industry he's very very astute at it so if you wouldn't mind i'd like to just pull up your website and yep. then have folks look at it but as i'm having it gently scroll in the background let people know who you know what what it is you do who you serve, who was your target market, and then if you have a success story or two uh, that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear that as well. Would that be cool? Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. Um, and before diving too deep into exactly what we do, I'll give you guys some background about 
how we got here because it hits on what you're talking about in terms of like focus and whatnot like earlier um i was very fortunate when i was in college to be around you know top athletes in baseball going you know first round and i saw the dedication that they had to put into it so like when i say like i'm a cfa charter holder and all that type of stuff like when i saw what it took for them to go from college to being number one draft picks and in the big leagues as all-stars I saw the dedication that it took. And I'm like, I'm going to learn so much about finance that no one's going to know more than me about any topic. Let it be mortgages, investments, whatever it was. That's why I ended up getting the CFA charter. And so I learned the industry inside and out from the consumer standpoint, as well as the financial services standpoint. And I recognized a bunch of different holes and I read a ton. So like you got brought up reading. I learned that from Warren Buffett. Somebody asked him what's so different. Like, he reads everything he can get his hands on. And I was reading 10 Qs, 10 Ks, just constantly, which are just basically annual statements for companies, everything about psychology, marketing, like whatever I could find. And I saw a bunch of these holes in the industry, um, especially in like financial planning. And, and when you think about this as a consumer, every time you want to do something financially, you have to go to a different person. So like if you buy a house, you got to have a real estate agent, and a mortgage broker. And then if you want to see how this fits into your financial plan, you got to go to a financial planner, but they don't know anything about debt. Then you got to worry about car debt, student loans, all these different things. And you're trying to mix and match all the stuff yourself. And that was one of the big problems I saw in the industry. And with wealthy people, they have what's called a family office where a point person does that. And it does it, they coordinate everything for them. But that's not realistic for a lot of people because it's too, too expensive. And so the concept that we built out was to say, well, let's do that family office type of environment for everyday people. But the way we're going to make it cost efficient, efficient is to use AI. And so the first technology we rolled out was to be able to build financial plans for 20 to 40 year olds coming out of, of college and whatnot in that age demographic to be able to say, hey, your typical financial planner, they got to charge you a ton of fees because it takes them 40 hours to collect your data, build out plans and all that type of stuff but we can help you do this. And it takes us less than an hour because of the AI that we built on the back end. So that's what's out there right now is that we're able to provide financial planning technology and services to young individuals that instead of like three grand, uh, you know, just to talk to somebody, it's only like 18, 99 a month because the AI is doing so much of the heavy lifting for us. Um, and then we can do in like help you execute your plan. Let it be uh, like tracking your plan to make sure you're doing it right. Asset management to do investments, refinancing like if you need to do that we are refinance partners and basically trying to help you all in one place get level like a good service so that way you don't have to stress about it like i said that's the key thing i don't want you having to stress and have that anxiety about money you know what you're doing is right a simplified way of doing it and that's you know that's what we're focused on right now and over time we're slowly rolling out more ai to consumers more services and so on and so forth but that's the core right now is making sure you're doing the right thing going forward and that you can reduce your anxiety and stress because you know that you're doing the right thing and you don't have to wake up at 55 years old and be like, oh, shit, like I thought I was doing the right thing, but I didn't. Right. Like that's that's where I really got the idea from, really. It's like in 08, I, I saw people 55, 60, 65 years old. They had financial planners paying them and then they really, really woke up one morning like, oh, crap, like I was doing something wrong. And that's when I started a lot of my research into why. Um, and that's what we're trying to solve is that why and make it affordable to everybody. So you mentioned, I just want to clarify for everyone else. I know the answer to this, but you said instead of paying three grand, they only spend 1899 a month mm -hmm. to find 1899. What is that exactly? 
So you come on hundred and ninety nine dollars or what is that? Yeah, eighteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, I and can't then, believe or it. Or annual is like one hundred eighty nine dollars so again because it's, it's the use of technology on our end. A lot of the stuff that advisors have to do manually, we've automated. So that way you don't have to. We don't have to do it, and then we can pass those savings on to you. Um, and then as a user, you just come on, you build your profile. We really tell you, hey, like schedule a call so we can help you do this. That's the way the tech is built right now. And then you can actually implement the plan, link your accounts and everything under the profile. So it makes sure that you're doing everything correctly. Um, and then anytime you have a question, you can email us, call us. There's no extra charge to talk to us. Like it's just the $18.99 a month. And yeah, go from there. So what do you say to the young or, or older that just exited college? Uh, that says, well, that's another $18.99 a month. I mean, how, what am I going to get in return for that? How am I going to be able to recoup that? Uh, maybe you have a success story or, or two you'd like to share along those lines to help people. I mean, $18.99, to me, that's like, are you kidding? That's it? That's all? But to someone just graduating from college with all the other, they're trying to buy a house and it's almost impossible these days and everything that's going on, uh, that could be substantial to them. So what, what do you, I'm sure you've uh, gone across this topic in the past at least a few times what by do you the, say to them by the way you sound like our investors why don't we charge you more uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's two sides of this one is the actual what we call tangible financial like benefits and then intangible financial benefits so on the tangible side i'll give you guys a story i'll give you uh, a perfect example i just worked with uh, an individual who had graduated with a doctorate um and she had student loans and she also wanted to buy a house and she came to us and this was a weird uh, uh, different situation for us because most of the time people come to us like i have no idea what i'm doing right I, I just need help starting i don't even know where to start at and she came to us like look i think i'm going to do this with my student loans and I, i'm going to buy a house and i want to just make sure i'm not making a major mistake so i want to be able to build two different plans or three different plans and compare them and so her idea was to go on these things called um, an income driven repayment plan and then use the money to buy a house immediately. And I built out the simulation for her and she would end up with about $2.4 million by the time she hit retirement, which was not bad. It's not, might not be that great 30 years from now, but it, it, it should be okay. But, and her first reaction was like, oh, well, that's good. This plan works. And I was like, well, let me show you something. And I showed her the details of what's going to happen when she's 60. And out of that 2.2, 2.3 million, only about $600,000 of it was liquid cash. The other part was all up in her house. Mm. And it was like, so you're going to have to liquidate this some fashion. Just be prepared for that. And she's like, okay. you know. And I was like, let me show you something else. Well, the other part of her financial plan was that she had a $550 car payment also. Okay, which was astonishingly right now is about average for a car payment, by the way. I don't know if you know that, Brian. Like that's the no. average car payment right now. Crazy. And so I said to her, I said, look, let me show you something. Instead of buying the house immediately, like your rent's pretty cheap. Like how about we focus on one thing at a time? So that's one of the big things. Like we don't just do the tangible like numbers. I'm huge on getting people's mindset correct into how they think about money and, and how we structure our goals for them. Um, and so I said, look, let's pay off this car loan first. That's your goal over the next two years. That's going to free up $550. Then you buy the house because then you can use that money to either pay off the mortgage faster or that's $550 you can invest every year. Yeah. So instead, when I ran that simulation for her, 
instead of having $2.2 million at retirement, it came out to like $3.4 million, $3.5 million. And a lot of that was in cash and tangible assets. And so it's like, she's like, holy cow, that's a huge difference. And it's like, yes. And so that's the tangible side of the benefits. Now, on the other side of it, though, every day we hear this, I, I have peace of mind knowing that what I'm doing is, is a good plan and it reduces my anxiety and my stress around money. And that's that's why like people keep the you know the subscription, like our re, our retention rate is huge for a software company. And our investors are like, what's so great about the tech? It's like it's not necessarily the tech, it, it's the lack of like the reduced anxiety and the reduced stress that they know that they have someone working for them in their corner yep. whenever they have a question or, or anything, they can come to us. And so those are the two primary benefits. Yeah, there's the tangible side. Like I said, I I think personally we stress way too much about money <laughs> um, and that if we can reduce that stress, your life is going to be a lot better. So that's the other intangible benefit of it. Yeah. Your life, your relationships. I mean, there's always strains like with uh, newlyweds because they're so financially strapped and they're trying to start a life together and then that can tear people apart. I mean, it, it's, it's great to, to be able to run across someone like you and what you offer, especially for now that they're coming out of college, the young ones, they're starting it off in a great way. Uh, we got a question from my buddy, Robert. Oh, first he said, thanks, Brian. So happy it all worked out. We are too, brother. Oh, man. We are living. I mean, I was talking to Joseph here just a little while ago. I'm looking out over the channel. It's uh, uh, the ocean. Uh, we're on the Gulf um, in Florida. It's freaking, uh, it's paradise. So thank you to Robert for helping us to make that dream come true. He has a question for you. He said, can you explain what the Fitbuck score is? I have a feeling he went to your website. <laughs> yeah, it's an algorithm that I created. So when I was in wealth management, from the consumer standpoint, I'll tell you how we use it. And then also from the internal standpoint, when you're a consumer or a user of financial services, it's like, okay, if I build you out a financial plan, like your typical PDF is like 13 pages and it's just numbers and graphs and all this stuff everywhere, right? With a bunch of terms people don't know. And then you say, hey, change this one little thing as a financial planner, it takes me like 10 hours to redo the whole thing. And now you got you know 26 pages of, of PDFs that you're flipping through trying to compare and you have no idea what's going on. And so what we did was I, I built out an algorithm that collects all that data. And then it combines it into one data point, which is the Fitbook score. And so when you build out the financial plan, in order to quickly compare plans, you can simply just look at the score and see what happens over time. And then we can explain that to you too. Like if your score drops, why does it drop? If it drops, that's okay. So like Robert, I know you're in real estate. So one of the big AIs that we've been developing is how much can you actually afford in a house? Not what you qualify for, but what you can afford. Okay, so when the score drops, what does that mean? Okay, I'll still be okay, or no, 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 no. Like you're you're gonna be going, you know, paycheck to paycheck, which is a major issue that younger individuals are are getting into right now with buying houses. Um, they just they think they can afford it and they can't, but they qualify for a loan, so they buy a house, right? And so we that at at a young age, that's what the score is. Now on the other side of that, one of the big things that we're tying into that score is what we call human capital analytics, which is basically behavior. And it's a projection of your income, but the risk to your income is in factored in there. So when we talk about risk to somebody's mm -hmm. income, that dictates how much mortgage we can have, how much life insurance you need. Do you need disability insurance? Um, how should you repay your student loans? How should you have your assets done? It incorporates all that. And that goes into the Fitbox score as well. 
So on the back end, when we're looking at our AI, we're able to use that to factor into various probabilities of, hey, look, even though this plan might be the most efficient thing ever, probability says you're not going to do it like because of your past behaviors. So one, is there another plan that we can follow that has a higher likelihood? But then what else can we do within there to help you modify some of those behaviors? Um, like I talk about Dave Ramsey all the time, right? Like he's like, cut all your expenses, like all at once. That's a lifestyle change. Most people aren't going to do that. So is there something that we can do to say, hey, do this one thing at a time. Just focus on that because you're more likely to do that. You do that one thing, then you do the next one, the next one, the next one. So all that data goes into the Fitbucks score. And that's how we use it on our, on our back end side. And so that's for the younger generation. That's what we're really looking at. And then how we can compare plans very quickly for them. And then once somebody hits retirement, it's basically a probability metric of them being able to retire and not run out of money. And so it shifts over time from like behavior and human capital and, and looking at plans and comparing it over time. And then once you get older, it's like, are you going to actually be able to, to retire or not? Um, and I did that because again, going back to those 55 and 60 year olds back when I started in 08, they thought they were doing good. So like in the Fitbuck score terms, their score would be going up and then all of a sudden they hit 55 it plateaus and tanks because there was stuff that they weren't doing correctly and they had no idea. So now we can see that it was something that's 25 or 30. Hey, if you follow this plan, you know, like um, you brought up earlier, like stories. I mean, I had someone that went to a financial planner. They told him, hey, you can afford like a $650,000 house. Go on this student loan repayment plan. And he's like, oh, fantastic. And he brought it to us. I put it in the, the software to simulate it. Same thing happens. He gets to around 47, 48 years old. Everything thinks he's good. And then, uh-oh, like I still have a ton of debt. I don't have enough money for savings. I'm going to have kids. Like I can't even pay this off. And you just see the score tank. And it's like, yeah, we could change that. Boom. Just like that. Instead of having to, to worry about it. So I know a long-winded answer about the FitBus score. It, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's our bread and butter on the back end side in terms of the algorithm. Um, but yeah, there's a, a lot that goes into it. And here's a great follow on question. And I'll bring that up in just a second. And mm -hmm. I will attest to the uh, peace of mind and the lack of anxiety that comes from having someone in your corner. I have a fiduciary. This is long before we met you, Joseph. I was like, gosh, where have you been? Uh, and he's amazing. His name is Larry Zuckerman. And I tell you, I mean, it wasn't long after he started managing our finances where I was just like, I feel so uh, free. I feel so no weight on my shoulders. I don't have to worry hardly about a thing. And, you know, when you out there are listening and watching, you have an opportunity to have that kind of feeling that that creates incredible, great emotions inside of you. And good emotions creates great health. And that can lead to great wealth and happiness in, all, in general. So $18.99 a month. Are you freaking kidding me? That is worth uh, so I mean, just from a, being able to attest to how it feels to have that peace of mind. $18.99 a month is nothing for what Joseph is offering. That's really what he's offering, if you think about it, is peace of mind. And then you can, you know, reel it back. But it is so important to have somebody that knows what they're talking about and knows financial, the financial world and outlook and everything you mentioned with insurance and houses and, and kids and family. I was like, ah, it's it's too much for any one person to bear. Why not let Joseph and his company take care of it? And so with that, I want to go into the next question that uh, Robert was talking about. Um, and I'm actually curious about it, too. So I'm actually going to put this one up, too. Uh, he's asking more. He's on it. All right. He said, so the customer he's asking, so does the customer have to fill out a questionnaire for the AI to generate the score? How does that work? 
Yeah, it's, it's about a four to five minute questionnaire. Um, the one that we have live right now is a little bit more cumbersome. We're in the process of, of updating all the UI UX on it right now. Um, but it's about, you can do like high level information on it. Um, it's about probably about five minutes. Some people, they really want to get granular with it. So they like really get into it and it's like 10 minutes. Uh, but you don't need to to generate the score. Um, you can have estimates on there and whatnot. But we ask a lot of other questions besides personal finance questions because we have data on different things. Like I said, we're looking at behavior, especially the younger you are. So we ask things like, do you run marathons? Did you play sports? Like we have data that that backs that stuff up in terms of behavior. Oh, wow. And so we ask a lot of other questions that your typical like financial planner is not going to ask. No. Right. So that's that's the questionnaire. But yeah, in order to generate the score, we need that data because that's what's feeding into it. It takes a whole five minutes, huh? That's like just too long, man. Eighteen ninety nine a month and five minutes to get started. Good God! Yeah. And yeah, uh, your dashboard schedule calling. You're ready to go. Um, and he he so. did say thanks uh, for that and appreciates that. He said, in addition to his real estate, he actually has a family office that he trades for, so he can say that eighteen ninety nine is a phenomenal deal. Yeah, it's it's like the biggest no brainer in the world right now. Um, and you're hearing it right here on the Mind Body Business Show. Don't forget that. <laughs> everybody yeah and uh I, this is see these are things i didn't know existed and i never would know unless i had someone like, you reached out to me i think on was it linkedin uh yeah i think so <laughs> i have a i have a va that does outreach and she probably hit you first with something that we were promoting which i have a master class for how to do these live video shows whole whole different topic but you came on and and basically asked how can you be on the show and i rarely bring on guests that way. Rarely. There was something about you. And then you mentioned, I think you mentioned at one point the Cal State Long Beach, or I saw it on your profile. I can't remember which. And I thought, yeah, there's something I there's something pulling me toward him. I got to pull him on, onto the show because yeah. uh, we're booked through February of next year. It's now, what is it, November? Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I reached out because again, I'm huge on the mindset stuff. And and I, I've even been requested to host like uh, an entire conference here in Austin, Texas about just the mindset aspect of business, like like do like a one or two day workshop because I, I love that side of it because I've seen it and I didn't really know what it meant. Uh, you know, when I was probably like 18 years old, I had somebody in Silicon Valley that was like, you know, I want to invest in anybody in a startup that the founder is less than 40 years old. And I asked him why, and he's like, because of the mindset and the experience in my research, that's about the average age that people actually hit that in order to be successful. And that's, if you actually look at statistics within startups, that's the average age for the, the uh, startup to be successful. And I never really understood what he meant. Obviously there's, there's, you could be 20, 30 years old, whatever it is. But until like that story I told you about COVID and it really hit me hard. It was like, oh, like I, I get it now. Like you have to go through that experience and being able to be like, yeah, I can face those fears and get over it and have that mindset constantly every day. Um, and it's hard. So, yeah, I'm glad that I reached out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I truly am. This has been uh, wonderful. I've been enjoying the heck out of it, especially before the show, getting to know you. And, you know, a lot of people will talk or think about somebody in the financial world and think they're just this straight laced, you know, with a little bow tie and they don't have a, a personality of any kind but you're different you have one you have a personality uh <laughs> i'm a former software engineer and i remember vividly back way back when a manager a, a new manager i got moved into a different area and he said 
he's a he was funnier than heck all the time. But he's like, "Hey, what's wrong with you?" <laughs> and I was sitting down. He was standing. I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was doing with a you know a kind of a smirk. He goes, "You're a software engineer, but you're normal." <laughs> you have a personality. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I was like, "Well, I said thank you." <laughs> I, was, I was joking with one of our engineers like two weeks ago. He was like. He was newer, and he's like, "Who's our target?" I was like, "Everyone but engineers." <laughs> and he's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Because Man, he got cool. an degree of every detail of every detail of every detail." And, <laughs> and in wealth management, I used to say, "You guys are the worst clients because it's like just do this stuff yourself." Like, uh, Tom, I'm done teaching you. You're gonna be able to do it yourself. So why do you need yeah. me? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're in the background developing that spreadsheet as you're teaching them. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, you know, I come from that, uh, but. I somehow escaped being that that uh, into the analytics. I actually don't even care for analytics or number crunching or any of that stuff. I love the creation process. I thought I loved it, and I did. I liked math when I first started, but uh, it wasn't my true calling. So I've, I've ventured far enough away from that, farther, and I just hire people, other people like you and a fiduciary and other people that have that desire to go through. And you've done it masterfully by bringing in AI, and I want to talk a little bit about that real quick. My gosh, the time is slipping away. AI is become it's everywhere now. You cannot escape it. It's exciting. It's a little bit scary. It's a big unknown for many people. And I've seen several businesses now, yours being one of them, successfully implement it to get greater results and reduce costs. So for you, if you can uh, explain it without giving away your secrets, uh, so to speak, what what brought you to, to use the AI? How are you using it, I guess, is where I'm curious, is how are you using it to save so much time in the process of putting together financial plans? Yeah, the so the first thing's first with AI. Um, there's a lot of different types of AI. And so a lot of people, it, it's now this buzzword in the industry because of generative AI is a type of, type of it because of chat GPT and those that, that's like what people think of when they think of AI, but there's a lot of different versions of it. Okay. Um, that's first and foremost. Second of all, again, it's a buzzword that people are throwing out there a lot from a business yeah. standpoint, because they think it's, it attracts people. And when you actually dig through what they have, they don't have AI. Like right. I always jump around. It's like, yeah, what's your algorithm? It's like two plus two equals four. It's like, Oh, great. That's just math. That's not AI. Um, <laughs> right. So a lot of people are using it. A lot of people don't actually have it. Or, or actually using it. So from a business standpoint with the financial planning component, it's being able to very quickly customize and factor in different things that we as people, we just don't have the computing power to do it. So it's a matter, and I can't give away too much because there's trade secrets, but it's, it's a matter of being able to take these things and replicate the human mind, but do it so quickly and have it so precise that is better than anything. My buddy, when I first told him the concept of the company like 10 years ago when I was building out algorithms and stuff, he was like, basically, you're trying to put your brain into a computer and, and put it in a hyperdrive. I was like, yes, that's, that's essentially exactly what I'm doing. Um, so that's how we're using it from the planning standpoint. And then on the newer stuff, a lot of it's out there from a business standpoint. It's like with the marketing stuff. Um, I mean, it trims down. People are like, how do you get so much content out? I'm like... AI, it, it helps dramatically. One of the companies even, so I had something like a hundred posts out for on like uh, for blogs and stuff. 
one of the companies that we signed up with to help write content, AI content, they noticed that I was doing a bunch of financial stuff and they came to me and like, we don't have that much financial stuff. You know, we normally charge like $10,000 for people to, to, you know, for us to scan all their stuff in and actually create a voice for them. If you allow us to scrape your content and use some of it in our AI, like we'll, we'll create that tone for you, like for free. And I was like, I don't care, go for it. And so we use that now and it's my exact tone. So like, you know how they have like Joe Rogan and Hulk Hogan and blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's one for Joseph Ranke. Like, you know, and I get to use it. I'm the only one that gets to use it. And so, and it's, it's good. Like, I'm like, wow, that my wife's always like, you like, you write too conversationally. I'm like, that's not me. That's the AI. And she's like, <laughs> and so that's how we use it on the marketing side, but on the financial side. And like what we've created is more, you know, algorithmic to be able to do things so fast that again, people can't do. And, you know, I don't like picking on financial planners, but at the end of the day, it's hard to know all these different things that factor into everything, like from like mortgages to, you know, student loans and investments. And, you know, like I said, I spent hours upon hours doing that stuff. Um, I mean, I worked in the mortgage industry, like I've worked on the banking industry, I've worked in investment banking, like, you know, piecing it all together. So, but AI is coming. It's, uh, it's interesting. I got quite a giggle out of that when you said, uh, your wife said that's too conversational. Well, that wasn't me. That was my AI. I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> next time, next time she says, Hey, did you leave the toilet seat up again? I say, Oh no, that was my AI. <laughs> that was a robot. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah. wow, I can leverage this one. I know it won't go very far, but we could have some fun. I like to have fun all yeah, the time. Video stuff. Like I just did one for an avatar for myself. Or like we don't even have to be i don't have to shoot videos anymore i can just type the script and it's literally me talking and yeah i've seen those yeah it's amazing I, I just ran my voice through one and then typed the phrase and it said it in my voice it kind of freaked me out <laughs> it's like it was like slightly different you can tell but it's get they're getting better and better and better mm -hmm. you know and, and yeah a lot of people are putting up videos of themselves that's completely 100 ai generated after they, I'm sure they took different poses and pictures of their face and it, put it all together. But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing what can be done. And here's the thing with businesses out there that, you know, if an individual is saying, uh, this is too much for me too fast and I'm afraid of it, then uh, I would warn that you may not make it very long uh, with, if you have a, you're, if you're in a space that has competition. So whoever embraces the newer technology the quickest are the ones that typically survive when, and this is one of those, this is a game changing type of technology in many different, like you said, there are many different uh, viewpoints or versions of AI, different variations of it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's first you need to, I would recommend embrace it, learn about it. Um, I would go into chat GPT and then take it for a spin. Oh my God, it blew my mind. All yeah. this stuff. I had it write a book for me. I cannot, mm -hmm. I, I kid you not. And it started with just a table of contents, basically. And I said, okay, you're just going to give me a table of contents. All right. Write the first chapter. And it literally took that first table of contents entry and wrote a chapter. And yeah. I, just, I just kept telling it to do it over and over. Write the next one. Write the next one. I didn't even have to tell them which one to point to. It knew. I was like, yeah. holy crap. And then. Yeah, you don't need a, a ghostwriter anymore. Right. 
basically have that. Yep. And then there's sections inside of the chapter that wrote, I said, well, expand on that. And it would. And I'm like, okay, I can just copy paste into and make it into, I didn't, I'm not going to use it to write a book. It gives me ideas and caution people about uh, copying and pasting it verbatim because there are also uh, services out there that detect if the content was AI generated and they will spank you for it, give you, you know, lower your algorithm uh, of views and stuff on, on social media, all that good stuff. But anyway, it's a great tool. Use it for idea generation and so many other things like you've been mentioning, Joseph. I'm talking really fast because I see that our time is slipping away and it's driving me nuts because I'm enjoying this and I want to talk. So let's just extend it one more hour. Are you cool with that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm around. No, I, I'm back. To, I've been traveling for two months, so I'm back. Home, I love man. it. I I'm relaxing, so I got all the time you need. <laughs> I love it. I love we it. You're gonna be one of those Joe Rogan three-hour podcasts. <laughs> no kidding. Well, the hour is just for the ad spots in the beginning. <laughs> for him, it's like wow. I I, I listened to that first podcast. I'm like, oh my god, he's still doing ads, and it's like 20 minutes in, <laughs> but he can, and that's why he's uh, anyway. It uh, more power to him. And those are, those are things, you know, you want to look and learn from other people, but also re recognize where you fit in that space. If you're not a Joe Rogan, you're not going to get away with doing 20 minutes of ads. No one's going to stick around long enough. You got to build it first. But to know that that is an option down there, it's just so fascinating to me to watch a journey of anyone. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of journeys. So you have a giveaway, a gift. Oh, you won't believe this, everyone. $18.99 a month. And you can get it cheaper than that. Stick around. We'll tell you how to do that in just a few minutes. Uh, and you might have noticed a scrolling ticker on the bottom there where, yes, on this show, we give away every single show a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. And they're all compliments of Reach Your Peak. That's my company. It used to be uh, sponsored by another company. We stepped in. And it's not one of those uh, crazy things where – and these are worldwide. You get to choose the resort. And it's not one of those things where you get there and then they lead you down into the basement, strap you to a chair, put water drip on your forehead, and then pitch you on a timeshare. No, that's not what it is. Instead, it's a bona fide vacation stay. All you do is pay the resort fees. You pay your travel to and from. The rest is covered. Your whole stay is covered. All you have to do is enter to win. We're going to be doing that here in just a couple minutes, so don't go anywhere. I nor I used to open the show with that so people would hang on to the end, but mm -hmm. we've got people hanging throughout. Um, and thanks to Robert for helping with uh, the flow of the show. Thank you, Robert. I love, I love it when we get folks that come in and ask questions. They're always different than what I would ask, just like bringing on teammates on a, on a a for your company. They will bring up and have different viewpoints than you would, and oftentimes they are the right one or better one. And so thank you uh, for participating, especially Robert, uh, on that. And he's a friend of mine, so I, even if he wasn't, I'd still say thanks. Um, oh, so your uh, your business, your website, uh, it's fitbucks.com. And for those of you listening only, I want to be clear on that. It's uh, the spelling. It's F-I-T-B-U-X.com, fitbucks.com bucks.com when i first saw this joseph I, i'm kid you not i thought it had something to do with the fitness industry yeah. <laughs> and it is it's fitness for your finances but it's not physical fitness so it's pretty cool yes thank you robert saying you're welcome yes he's a God, what a wonderful man um and so fit bucks f-i-t-b-u-x.com that's where you go and we're going to show you how you can get his services for even less than 18.99 a month unbelievable if you uh, stretch it out for an annual fee uh so it's going to be awesome and it's just a couple minutes away so there's another thing i want to tell you uh, joseph 
we're, we're near the end, as you can tell, of this show. And what I like to do is ask a particular question of each of my guests. This started happening many years, well, several years ago when I first started this show. I was asking this one question on occasion, not every show. And it started coming to the forefront of my mind because I started realizing that these answers, holy smokes, they are profound and they are amazing. And so I said, you know, what a great thing it would be. I'll just start closing every show with that question because it is a great way to end with a bang. And so I'll be doing that with you and it's going to be fun. Before we do that, now's the time. We're going to do the promise of first the vacation stay giveaway. And then we're going to go to the remarkable gift that Joseph has for you. So stick with us. And so what I want you to do is, like I said in the onset, I'm going to give you a URL, a website. Write it down. You don't have to enter right now. You do not want to leave. I, I am not kidding you. You do not want to leave. You want to hear Joseph's answer. So before uh, you do anything, write this down. So I'm going to put it up on the screen for those of you that you must be watching live to enter to win. It is, the URL is ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. So ryp, that stands for reach your peak. I am, have no idea what that stands for, forward slash vacation. Just wanted a short link. Uh, so write that down and right after the show's over, go ahead and enter to win. Wait until the show's over, please, because the great Joseph Rinke has a phenomenal gift for you. I'm going to put up a little hint on the screen and I'll let you let them know how they can go about getting that gift. Does that sound good, Joseph? Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. For all the show listeners, you get 25% off of the, the price. Uh, Fitbucks, you can just go to fitbucks.com, F-I-T-B-U-X.com, and then just click join now. It's going to ask you just for like your name, um, password information, and then it will have a screen of entering like your credit card details. On that screen, there's a thing that asks for the promotion code. Just put in MBB23, and it'll drop the price, and you're good to go. I can't believe it. I mean, it's already next to nothing, and he's giving you even more next to nothing. And all you have to do is put in MBB23. I'm curious what the 23 is. That's got me going. I know what the MBB is, and I appreciate that. Mind, buddy, business. 23, that's the age you think I am, I guess. That is it. It has nothing to do with what you're in. It's all about <laughs> your age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, So uh, is this a limited time coupon? Uh, we will make it limited time. I didn't put a limited thing on there. You know, obviously, the sooner the better, but we do put an automatic stop on there after three to six months just because it ends up getting everywhere. And obviously, we want it to be for the show listeners. Uh, if you do happen to watch this episode or listen to this after it goes off, shoot us an email. Like, we'll we'll figure out something because I still want to, you know, reward people for listening. So, uh, but yeah, so there's, there, there's a limited time, but we can work with you. What is up with that? That, that screen loves to come up all the time. So, yeah, thank you so much for that. Oh, my gosh. And the fact that you would even offer it above and beyond any, you know, several months. That's just phenomenal. Appreciate that. So we'll, we'll have to change the code to MBB24 pretty soon, I guess. Yeah. Because I'll be 24 in a year, right? There you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, all right. We are at that time. It is the time of bringing up that final wonderful amazing question to close out the show so here's the beautiful thing about it well there's a couple of beautiful things about it joseph number one is there is no such thing as a wrong answer it's not a test it's not a quiz uh and the cool thing is the other part is the only correct answer is yours 
because it's going to be unique to you. It always is. I've been doing this for a long time and the answers are just amazing. Yours will not fall short of it. I will also let you know, I don't, I, I, I forget to do this at a time. With your permission after sometime down the road, I would like to take your answer and add it to a book, a collaborative book that will go amongst with all the other uh, guest experts. You'll understand why after you hear the question. So I say that so that you can think of, if you can think of embellishing a little bit more than a few words, if your answer is just a few words and I'm, I'm done, it's like, well, you're going to have one page in the book. It's not going to be very big. So feel free to embellish is what I'm trying to say. You don't yeah. have to. You don't have to. Your answer is your answer. It's unique to you and that's fine. Um, but just wanted to throw that out there just to make sure. So with all that buildup and suspense, are you ready? I'm ready. A little nervous now, but I am ready. <laughs> I love it. Nothing to be nervous about, and you'll know why in a moment. All right, here we go. Joseph Rinke, how do you define success? That is an awesome question. Um, from... An outsider's point of view, whatever we always talk about is like money, right? Like, oh, great, I'm worth a lot of money, whatever, that must be successful. Um, I don't look at it all that way. I, I mentioned earlier, like every day I find something successful, even if it's like one view on a YouTube video. Like I always, that that's success to me. So I define success strictly as to, am I proceeding to that North Star every day? And I do it more than just for my business. Okay. I, I do it for health. Um, like, am I going to where I want that North star to be for my health, for my family life? I have a North star for that. Like, so there's four or five pieces of my life where I have different North stars for those things. And every day, as long as I'm going towards each one of those, it was successful. And the, the, it, the big learning lesson I found on that was I was actually living in Santa Monica and there was a homeless guy that used to go to like this, restaurant or fast food place he was always sitting outside and he was like the happiest homeless person i've ever met in my life always smiling talking to everybody joking around and i talked to him a few times and after about three or four months um of talking to him uh i, I finally said to him i said you know most homeless people they're very like down they they don't talk they're very to themselves like why like you're really outgoing like you're really positive and blah 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 you know what what's what's your story and he was like oh i've only been homeless for a few months and i was like well what happened before he's like i was actually a millionaire and i lost it all and i'm like that doesn't make you upset and he was like nah like because i understand positivity and I'll, I'll figure out a way to get back there and it's just a matter of figuring out what i need to do what type of opportunities come across and eventually i'll get back there and it was like holy cow like like that's success. Like he, he doesn't care as long as he's going towards whatever that he, he strives to be his North star. Like, like as long as he's progressing towards that, it didn't matter if he was worth a million dollars or if he had lost it all, he felt like, Hey, I'm progressing towards what I'm supposed to be doing one day. And so that's where I come up with that definition of success is if I'm doing one thing a day, as it doesn't matter how small it is, it could be the smallest thing ever, but if I'm doing that one thing and I had that positive mindset towards it, then it was a successful day. And every day is a successful day and you keep going towards that. And eventually you have a successful week, a successful you know month, a successful year. 
And that's what I meant earlier when I said the score takes care of itself. You, you keep building those successes. The monetary side of it comes. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to at the end of the day because you're building upon building upon building. So that is my my definition of success. Um, I love the question because, you know, I, I think about that all the time, too, because it's like, well, you know, the outside world, all they think about success is, you know, houses and money and all that type of stuff. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you can have a million dollars or a hundred million dollars. Does that mean you're more success? Like, yeah. So I like I like the mental side of the success better than the than the tangible side. Mm. And as promised, supremely powerful and amazing. And I knew it would be, especially from you. Uh, you're you're a special individual, Joseph. I appreciate you for not just coming onto the show, but for your approach to life and helping others to notice that being successful doesn't necessarily have to be a statement of your bank account. And oftentimes you'll find people that are wealthy that are the unhappiest people in the world uh, because of various reasons. So thank you for that definition of success. It was the greatest thing about this is I have yet to find two people that answer that the same way. Uh, And that's why it's so profound. And it's very, very subjective. It's it's per person. Everyone has their and, and what you define today as success go fast forward 10 years, it may be a completely different definition by then. Or go back 10 years and it may be more money centric, right? Uh, And it's just, that's what's so uh, intriguing to me about that question. And I appreciate you filling an entire like three chapters for our book. That was phenomenal. Good job Mm -hmm. on that. That was great. And I'm, I'm not kidding. That was phenomenal. I appreciate that. So do you have any last parting words of advice for those that are, you know, especially the, the people you are looking toward uh, bringing into your foray, and that is those just exiting college, getting started in their careers, if you will, or their financial lives. What kind of advice would you have to them just starting out in their lives? Yeah, if you don't get the right mindset around your finances, especially nowadays with new grads, with the whole student loan thing that's happening and all that stuff, the stress and anxiety, I hear it every day, I'm burnt out. And it, it won't matter. And I see it all the time. I hear somebody, yeah, I went from being in this profession and this other profession is giving me 10 grand more. So I switch. And they're all excited because they get this little quick hit of money and blah, blah, blah. And within six to 12 months, they're burnt out again. Because the underlying stress that they're having from money, they just don't understand anything about it. or They don't have a plan. They don't understand how to even go about it. it you're never going to get out of that, that rat race. And Brian, you mentioned it earlier. I know people that are worth four or $5 million and they're so stressed out of their freaking minds about money. That's not financial freedom either. And they're miserable. They've had heart attacks. They've had certain, it's like, Holy cow. Like, <laughs> and so you're young, you're 20 years old, you're 30 years old. Get that out of your, off your plate and get that anxiety and that stress down. And you're going to be a lot happier in your profession and everything else in your life. Mm, great advice. Thank you for that. Everyone, be sure to go to FitBucks, that's F-I-T-B-U-X.com. Click on one of the several buttons on there to get started and enter MBB23 as your coupon code to get 25% off of already ridiculously low rate as of today's recording of $18.99 a month equivalent. So uh, get your financial house in order uh, and you can see and tell by Joseph, he is very approachable. Um, And would that be the best way for them to get in touch with you or do you have an ulterior 
way yeah that, that's one of the best ways you know we're on instagram too at fitbox official you can dm us we're on facebook as well again dms there we have the fitbox finance group those are other two ways i get dms from those all all day long um and then of course we have our youtube channel like we are going to be putting out more and more content on the behavioral aspect of things like the mindset side of the financial planning piece too because we're trying to mirror the tech which is the tangible piece with the mindset piece um so yeah keep an eye out for that too very very smart very intelligent and very successful and i appreciate you for sharing all of your strategies and success stories with us here today it's been phenomenal uh please keep me posted on how everything goes after long after the show's over yeah, I'll have to stay in cool. touch with my guests that have come on. That is it for us, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of the amazing Joseph Rinke, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. Until next time, which will be just a week from today, I want everyone to please do these two things. Just a request. Number one is go out and serve more people and crush it in your business so you can serve even more people. And number two, please, above all else, be blessed, everyone. That's it for us. Take care. Have a great evening. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.